started to wonder, and I wondered, which led me to wonder. I had to wonder. I started to wonder. I couldn't help but 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 wonder. What the fuck is up? Gamers and ghouls, uh, welcome to City Girls Make Do, your favorite Sex in the City podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Stephanie, and I'm buying Krispy Kreme donuts on Amazon, uh, so don't tell Weight Watchers or they might pull our product placement. <laughs> uh, and I'm Alex. I'm Jeff Bezos' sugar baby. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> I wish I would fucking redistribute that wealth. Yeah, no shit. Just, like, give it to everybody. Like... Fuck you, Jeff Bezos, and this episode. Well, this episode was fine, but fuck you for putting Amazon in this episode, you little bitch. Yeah. Uh, this is season five, episode four, Cover Girl, and it's kind of uh, kind of a filler week for us. Yeah, yeah. It it like that's the thing. So I said this in the in the um in the Discord that like I just clicked the wrong episode and thought it was a series finale with Nathan Lane. So I was like, oh my God, <laughs> Seth didn't mention that Nathan Lane was here. And then, yeah, I was like, yeah. oh, this is the wrong fucking episode. That's no, why. it's just like an episode. Like there's not really anything substantial that happens in it. Like there's a couple funny moments, but like, and there's some nice friendship moments, but like for the most part, it's so like unsubstantial plot wise. So, mm. but eh, it's fine. Um, I guess we can just start it, because it's not that exciting. Um, Carrie is meeting with her publishers again, so Amy Sedaris and Molly Shannon, who are delightful to see on screen again. We uh, do love to see them. Yeah, we love to see them. And they are showing her the cover of Sex and the City, her book, and the second Carrie sees it, she just screams, No! <laughs> <laughs> well, they pull it out, and I also mentioned this, that it's like, the it's like a picture from madonna's sex book like literally i think we i think it's the same picture just with carrie's face left on i'm pretty sure it is yeah because it's like the exact same way that the bands like cover the the titty pussy areas Mm. and then (laughs) but then it says sex in the city over top of it and then there's carrie's head just planted on top of it and it's like you can see like a busy new york street all in black and white on it like it's it's I don't know. It's not great, but like Carrie obviously hates it because she's like, I don't want to be like on a naked body on the cover of this magazine. Yeah. Or not magazine, my book, the cover of my book. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, no, she doesn't really care for it. Uh, and then she, they're like, okay, well, that's, you know, a pretty bad reaction, I guess. Well, you know, the thing is like sex sells and the book is about sex. So that's kind of where it's we're the, going. Like, it's about sex and the city. So here's you naked in the city. Get um, it? <laughs> do you get it? Do you get it? Uh, yeah, and Carrie's like, I don't get it. Because the column is really about relationships, uh, not uh. sex. Even though we, I have sex and talk about sex. But it's not the same thing as showing you sex. And it's called Sex and the City. Don't think about it. <laughs> think about it. Don't think about it. It's not clearly like you know it's not for people of average intelligence it's for iqs 180 and over oh yeah you have to be a genius to uh, understand this book cover mm-hmm. uh and so they're kind of like okay well we could try to like re- rework this maybe we'll figure something out uh and carrie's like okay thanks well let me just see it like one more time and then she's like nope nope still hate it <laughs> yeah it's it's like it's great. I mean, I think it's like a good cover. I understand um I understand her reasonings for it and obviously like it is her book, so she can do whatever she wants. But I was a bit like, uh, if it just has someone else's body, I don't think it's like atrocious. Yeah, I don't it it's not like they had her fully naked. Like it looks like no. it could be her, but it's obviously not her actual body. But yeah, yeah. One thing that I always thought was kind of weird about like when people in like movies and TV shows do body doubles for like butts and shit, mm-hmm. or like the, or like boobs. I'm like, this is weird because it's like some people are just gonna think that's your boobs anyway. But then also like sometimes I'm like, this is just like an ass. Like it's not even like a particularly like <laughs> shit. That's like a nice ass it's just like i don't know what the point was but 
That's yeah, kind of I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Like the most famous body double was, um, you know, Cersei. Yes. Cersei's titties, which was a great body double, I have to say. But it would be kind of weird for everyone to think that was your body when it's not. Yeah, true. Because it's not like they were like, oh, we're going to make it so that your, like, titties are popping and stuff like that. It's just, like, a body. Like, it's, I don't know. Yeah. I guess it's awkward to be on set and, like, have to be in front of a bunch of people naked. Like, don't want to take that for, like, underestimate that, but still yeah that's true (laughs) um so yeah she fucking hates it and um she just completely throws it out and is like you know give me some time i'll come up with a cover that i like Mm -hmm. and they're like okay cool so the girls go book shopping to you know peruse see what the covers are like as you know judging books by their cover (laughs) um yeah they seem to be like in a massive bookstore it's one of those ones with escalators and those are so sexy. I, have I to say. love those bookstores. They are very sexy. I I feel like I gotta say I do judge books by their covers a lot because like I don't know if you're gonna try to make your book like look interesting, are you not gonna like put the time in to make it look somewhat nice? Like if your book just looks like shit, I'm probably not gonna be interested in reading it. Yeah, yeah, but. I know what you mean. I- because it is true to a to a point, you know? Like, mm-hmm. how else? You can't read the book fully before you buy it, which is more reason to support your local library. That's a really good point. Everyone should use libraries more. It's just book communism, so we should just yeah. do it. Um, but I don't know. I'm like this a lot with, like, tattoo shops. Like, I'll see a tattoo parlor, and if their logo, like, if their sign looks like shit, I'm like, well, there's, like, you literally have artists working here. Like, you couldn't have done anything better. Like, how good are your artists if your logo looks like this? (laughs) Yeah, my local tattoo shop is, like, it looks terrible. It looks like the type of place that, like, bikers go to, Mm -hmm. which is fine, but it's not. For me, I would only, like, I would never, I, I remember I once looked at their artists out of curiosity. I was like, well, you know, it would be nice if I could get something decent done, like, literally just down the road. Yeah. But I was like, no. <laughs> yeah. No, I was right. <laughs> the thing is, sometimes, like, you can't always judge things right away. Like, I mean, I know that I'm not sometimes a little judgmental, but... Like, uh, but like, just a little bit. Sometimes that's not always a bad thing. <laughs> so. No, that's the thing. You can be judgmental if you're right, and we are always right. That's so. the thing. People will be like, "Wow, you like really like were kind of harsh on this person really fast," and then like a month later, they're like, "Wow, it turned out that all of your initial judgments were right." And I'm like, "Yeah, no shit. Yeah. I have intuition." Anyway. <laughs> exactly. I love when people are like Alex, you're being really mean, and I'm like, okay. Give me five minutes. Give <laughs> give them I will give them a chance. But you give me you give me a month. Give me a month. Yeah. And then fucking the day later they prove me right. And I'm like, that's 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 on trauma. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's on trauma. That's because I've been traumatized enough that I can smell it. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's true. Yeah. But some people I mean, I definitely get it. Like it's real it is good to be just open but at the same time you've been fucking hurt enough times yeah so it's not for off, me babes people. yeah it's anyway <laughs> they're they're book shopping and carrie's like i don't like this cover i don't like this cover these are stupid they're ugly and samantha is like well what do you want to look like on your cover and carrie's like okay well like you know smart sexy and properly airbrushed uh and samantha's like well this is what i do like i do pr so like if you want a certain thing portrayed then like i'll talk to your publishers and get it done and it'll cost you two Mm. martinis yeah it's this cute because obviously it'd be extremely expensive to get your own pr person but oh yeah yeah, i was helping out a friend and samantha's just doing it to be nice exactly we love samantha Mm. and um yeah and then we they pretty much just like, like okay cool um and then we go over to miranda and charlotte and miranda wants to lose weight her baby weight and she's trying to find a like a diet plan i suppose yeah um and charlotte wants to go over to the self-help section 
Mm, I do love the horror music that plays during the scene because she's like, she heard about this book called Starting Over Yet Again. And so she heads over to self-help and she sees this woman crying dramatically on the floor while like reading a book. And there's like this (laughs) screeching horror music like, and Charlotte's just like horrified. She finds the book, but she just puts it back on the shelf, and she's like, oh, no, um, I'm travel? I'm looking for travel? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's great. And she's like, oh, that book really helped me. And Charlotte's like, yeah, just travel? Travel? Yeah. Over and over again. It's amazing. It's very good. Uh, it's good to watch someone who's absolutely sobbing being like, that really helped me. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Miranda, she, I guess she finds some weight loss book that she wants and, uh, the cashier is just like, oh, don't buy this. I did this diet when I was 24 and I put on a bunch of weight. So you should try Weight Watchers instead. Uh, she looks right into the camera and says, try Weight Watchers. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, oh no, this is awful. Weight Watchers is the only way to help you lose weight. Mm-hmm. And still eat the things you like. <laughs> you can even have dessert. God. Uh, the number of people I know who do Weight Watchers. And it's like, it's definitely a lot better than like a normal diet thing. Because it's like, you do still eat. And it's not like, you're not tricking your body into thinking it's starving. But yeah, yeah, it, I yeah. think. And also you like have the support of everyone else and stuff. And I think you have people like looking out for you in case you do lose too much weight or you're doing it unhealthily like i definitely know people who have done it and have lost weight and kept it off but i also know people who've done it who have like put it straight the fuck back on which is what this woman was saying well i guess the thing about it is it's kind of like it's one of those things where like like any diet if you do it if you just do it till you lose the weight and then stop doing it then like it's yeah. you're not going to really make a change like you have to really actually change the way that you eat um yeah you need to like stupid, i mean but. they are stupid i mean i think with anything it's just you need to learn there's probably a reason for your weight like and it might literally just be genetics yeah absolutely like it's definitely uh, there's so many factors it's not all yeah. eating or anything like that so no yeah, she wants to lose her baby weight, so she just she I guess she she takes the women's advice and uh goes decides to do Weight Watchers. We'll see later on in this episode. Um mm-hmm. but uh before that, we go and we see uh Charlotte at home. So she was too embarrassed to buy the book in the store because of the, you know, sobbing woman. The shame. <laughs> yeah, and so she goes right to Amazon.com or, you know, what we what we would call it here in Canada, Amazon.ca. Oh, we're Amazon.co.uk. That's what I figured it was. <laughs> <laughs> I know, shocker. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, so she goes there. Remember when Amazon was just for books uh, and didn't, you know, own literally everything? <laughs> I don't remember that because – I'm a baby. I bought a chemistry textbook off of Amazon when I was like in my f- second year of university. And back then, like at that point, they were still mostly just books, I think. Uh, but oh, things have changed. Yeah, uh, I definitely remember when they were like mostly books and household items and not fucking literally everything in the world. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> It sucks. Like, I will need something which is, like, maybe a little bit niche. And I'll be like, well, the only fucking place to get it is Amazon. Yeah, extremely. Because they own the entire market on literally everything. So, yeah, it's good. It's good to see. We love mega corporations. Um, we love monopolies. We we really do. Uh, die, Jeff Bezos. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so she she's ordering the book from Amazon from the privacy of her house. Uh, oh, is her- Amazon great? You could- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's got her glasses on so that you know she's reading. Uh, yeah. It's like in Riverdale, they always do this thing where they, when they want Veronica to look smart, they put her in glasses. Like she's looking over like a legal paper, so they put glasses on her. And I'm like, I know you're the second dumbest character on this show. Like you're not fooling me. <laughs> I think like glasses do make you look smart because there have been multiple times where I've said something which I know is untrue mm-hmm. but because I have glasses and a British accent people are like yeah nah she knows what she's talking about 
No, I Good. don't. I don't know shit and I don't get stuff. <laughs> don't be fooled by the fact that I can't see very well. <laughs> but it means you read so much that your eyes are bad, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. No, it doesn't mean like I genetically have just fucking weak eyes. No, of course not. <laughs> Uh, so we go to Samantha next, and she is getting a package from a guy at her work, uh, and she is being extremely horny at him. She's like, oh, that's quite a package, and, uh, she gets him to open the package, and then she's like, maybe I can open your package, and it's so much- (laughs) (laughs) It's very good. This- this episode is sponsored by Audible. Do you ever watch a fucking like you listen to like a podcast or watch a YouTube video and they're talking about something completely normal and they go, Anyway, this episode is sponsored by Audible. Do you like books? Do you like doing stuff but you don't have time to read books because your fucking lizard brain needs attention 24 (laughs) 7? Why don't you try listening to Audible? And it's like, fuck you. Yeah, truly fuck them. Um, (laughs) Fuck every podcast ad. If you're a podcast and you have ads, fuck you. we our only ad is shout out to noisepace.xyz and That's we don't make true. money off of it. We just I just love my boyfriend. So uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I mean, I also love Matt, not in the same way you do, but like he's yeah. good. True, true. Good good boy. Not like we a dog, love a good boy. But no. Um <laughs> so <laughs> at this point, Carrie, like Carrie's going to meet Samantha at her work because like they want to have a business lunch and like talk about the uh, PR stuff with their book cover. And she just like yeah. walks in to Samantha's office while Samantha is giving this guy a blowjob. And Yeah. I will say about this scene, I just seen my notes and it says, um, uh, Samantha sexually harasses the delivery boy. Yeah, she she's basically just like, I'm extremely horny, fuck me here. Yeah, she's like stroking him and she's like, oh, maybe I can take care of your package. And he's just like, yo, sick, bro. Fucking mm. gnarly, suck my dick. Yeah, pretty much. That's exactly what happens. So, <laughs> uh, Gary, when she sees them, she freaks out and, like, she just straight up fucking bolts and leaves the office. She doesn't just, like, sit in the waiting room and, like, sit down and cover her face. She just fucking straight up leaves. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, she, like, bashes her arm into the doorframe as well because she's dramatic. Yes. She's a Libra. <laughs> True. She is. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we go to Miranda and she's getting weighed in at the Weight Watchers thing and uh, the person wrote the numbers down backwards so instead of being like 158 she's supposed to be 152.8 but they wrote down 158.2 and so she goes to get uh, reweighed and uh, the woman who reweighs her like yells to the other woman that she wrote the weight wrong and like reads the numbers out and Miranda's like can you please not yell my weight out to everybody like maybe people would be sensitive about their weight and their like, body image at weight watchers like, at weight watchers yeah uh the woman kind it's, of is just like it's a lot. yeah she's like i'm sorry uh and then some guy in line is like well it's fine i weigh 240 and uh he has a name tag that says big boned <laughs> i saw that in my notes and i thought it said big boner <laughs> <laughs> that one would be better. <laughs> Fucking big dick Tom. Yeah, his name's Tom. Just showing up to Weight Watchers with big boner on your name tag. Like, what's good? <laughs> <laughs> what's good? My dick is huge, but I'm also fat, and I want to get you know lose a couple pounds, but not for my massive penis. True. The penis is. Uh, I, I presume that's like 140 pounds. Uh, of the, the 240 so it's just like a skeleton with a huge dick yeah that's exactly what it is just like that's my it's dream like, man yeah it's like it's so wide that even though it's like 12 inches long it's still considered a chode because it's like because of how thick it is so <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the truth of the matter is though, skinny boys do be having big dicks. I I feel like 
I've seen a skinny guy before whose dick was like a pencil, and it's like <laughs> like extremely thin, and I'm just like, I don't get it. <laughs> like, you can't choose what your dick looks like, obviously, but no. Uh, but I don't know. If it matches the rest of you, that's rather interesting. Just on a factual uh, basis. Whatever. Dicks yeah. have whatever dick you want. Have whatever dick you have. Embrace no, your dick sure. size. I'm into it. I mean the thing is, it's like all the same anyway. Like, True. like if you're gonna have it in something, like it it's like I don't know, they're mostly the same unless you're like absolutely like off the charts or something. So Yeah. But I uh I did have I did have a fucking adventure with a very well endowed man. It was not as fun as you'd think. The thing is, it's just like there's a limit. Like there's like a plateau where it stops being good. It's like stop, stop yeah, that. It's like, <laughs> like tapping the end of someone's dick. Stop that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the opposite. Going uh, tapping on it and going hello. Is this thing on? <laughs> Hello. Hello. What the yeah, fuck that... is up, gamers? <laughs> I'm recording this whole podcast talking into a dick. Yeah. Yeah, the same. <laughs> it's my my microphone is uh not a blue yeti, it's a blue yeti's dick. <laughs> so uh <laughs> I do have a blue fluffy sock over mine because I lost the like foam thing. Uh-huh. So it does look a bit like a yeti's dick. Ooh, sexy. Except for the the girth of a Blue Yeti mic is way too much. Like, way too much. Way too much. <laughs> it is, oh, no, I don't want to think about that. I just crossed my legs in oh, fucking mm-hmm. fear. Yeah, horrifying. <laughs> mm. Um, so we go to Carrie and Stanford now, uh, who are, they're at Carrie's place. And Stanford yeah. is telling her about this new guy he's seeing. And he's like, don't judge me. He's a dancer. He's a Broadway caliber dancer. And I met him at line at Starbucks. And I'm like, why would we judge you for that? That sounds sick. Like, Yeah. And like, but Carrie's like, oh, you dated a dancer? Like, but I think she seems kind of judgmental that he's not on Broadway, you know? But like, he's obviously working up to that and he seems to be younger and everything yeah like he's definitely younger than stanford and like okay like he's he's pretty talented guy like you don't have Mm. to be on broadway to be like you know a successful career dancer but uh, i remember i said to um a director once i was like um oh i'm a writer but i haven't had anything published and she was like that doesn't mean you're not a writer and she looked mm. me dead in the eyes, and I was like, oh my god, you're so right. <laughs> wow. It is true, though. It's very true. Uh, mm. So then Carrie gets a phone call from Samantha while she's still hanging out with Stanford, and uh, Samantha's like, well, you sure couldn't have gotten out of my office any faster. Because, like, I guess Carrie just went home. Like, <laughs> she she went home to hang out with Stanford. Uh, and uh, Samantha's like basically just telling Carrie about her plans for the shoot because they didn't get to talk about it over lunch or anything. And uh, so they're planning on doing it like this weekend or something. And Carrie says Stanford can come too because he's gay and bitchy, which is she says it's her target demographic, which is like, I mean, that's just not true. But yeah, I feel like uh, her target demographic is single women. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, And yes, the gays, because we love the gays and the gays love like camp middle-aged women but her target demographic wouldn't that be like us right like it's definitely people who are like probably like anywhere between probably mid-20s and i don't know and up of single women i guess yeah yeah you don't even need to be a single woman to enjoy reading like columns like that even like but still no, like the demographic is the demographic of the show. Is I guess it is women and gay men who are really also our target demographic. Yeah, uh, I guess the gay men. <laughs> do we even? I'm trying to think of like the gay men listeners that we even have, and I'm like struggling to think of who our listeners are who aren't like Nathan. 
Nathan doesn't listen to our podcast, though. That's true. <laughs> and do you know what? He's fucking valid for that. He's so valid. <laughs> we he would never hear us being like, do you know what? Nathan's lovely and he doesn't listen, but we do be loving him. Okay, it's just women and our male friends who for some reason, straight male friends who for some reason listen to those. Yeah, because I was going to say, yeah, there's Matt, but he's not a gay man. So like, I don't no. know. But they're out there and we're, we're still keeping them in mind, even though they're probably not listening, but it's fine. So, mm. uh, but this gets Carrie to uh, start writing, doing her question. Uh, yeah. I bet that someone once said, just because you're not published, it doesn't mean you're not a writer to carry. And she was like, I'm amazing. <laughs> and then she, <laughs> she became, did, she did that. She didn't, she didn't take that to mean like, no, you're still a writer. Carry on doing your craft. Yeah. She took that to mean, yeah, I am a fucking, I'm a genius. She did. Yeah. <laughs> Fully. Yeah. So she's writing. Uh, her conclusion is, you know, like, open-minded is supposed to be good and closed-minded is supposed to be bad. So should you judge a book by its cover? And I feel like I heard her say these words and I was like, in general, yes, like, open-minded, good, closed-minded, bad. I feel like I've taken a lot of, like personality quizzes recently because my work like makes me take them sometimes like i've done like mbti and a bunch of other shit for my work because they just love to do them um and i feel like a lot of the time i'm answering questions that are like how much do you feel that you judge the other people around you in like ways where you don't want to like i don't know but i i always like have in mind certain people where i'm like as soon as i see one red flag of something i'm just not gonna want to talk to them ever but it doesn't mean that you're like not open-minded but like it makes it seem like if you make snap judgments based on certain things that you're not like open-minded but it's like but if Mm. someone is like acting like a nazi then i'm not gonna like be open-minded to hear their take is the thing yeah yeah exactly it's like i mean okay so like actually funny story with that so the other day i was um going home on the train as i do and there was someone dressed like a skinhead and i was like so so i was searching for like to see if they were like good skinhead or bad skinhead Mm -hmm. you know yeah um and there wasn't any like insignia and i didn't see they just had like normal black laces on everything so i didn't know but they're also like five foot tall and i was like i can take you bitch (laughs) (laughs) you could you absolutely the world's tiniest skinhead i was like fight me um but it is you know i could have judged them by their cover and maybe started having to go at them but i just ignored them but Mm -hmm. yeah i know what you fucking mean it's like uh, to, I guess you, to, a po- yeah, to a point, to a point, you kind of have to to keep yourself safe. Yeah, that's the thing, and it depends on like wh- exactly how much of a cover you're getting in terms of like. Yeah. Because sometimes someone fully says something that's like uh, okay, and then sometimes mm. something just looks a little off, and you're like apprehensive. But like, I don't know. I feel like open mindedness to a degree is like kind of a centrist idea where you're like I'm open to hearing everybody's opinion on this and and like maybe not even forming an opinion and just listening to all of them and it's like but some people are wrong and bad some people are yeah. bad people who are wrong so I yeah. want to like I don't know like exactly and like I mean um you know queer people have to do that and black people every minority group like has to do that to survive Uh uh-huh you really have to like i'm just thinking of like just being a woman and like the guard you put up just interacting with any man like Uh uh-huh like like, yeah exactly oh i'm walking home from the train station uh is this man a friend or foe you know like i'm not gonna be open-minded about it i'm not gonna like attack him for thinking he's a bad person but i'm absolutely going to think maybe he is a bad person (laughs) so yeah i guess that's what you do with that information but exactly you should have like your initial impressions but you can all you should also be able to disregard them yes exactly but yeah i mean i'm definitely i'm not like we said there is a difference between being judgmental to protect yourself and then being judgmental to hurt other people 
or yeah. to um, use that as a way to silence other people. Well, and true. we're talking, yeah. And the, uh, Carrie is kind of dumb. Mm-hmm. So um, Carrie is very dumb. She's kind of she just is. like black, white. There's no, in, there's you know, there's never an in between. Everything is like this, and yeah, she's dumb. But lucky for us, Charlotte is smart and knows how to read. Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Charlotte, Charlotte ordered her book, but now Amazon's giving her recommendations for other books she might enjoy, and they're all self-help books that make her seem like a loser. And uh, she throws the she throws her book out the window of her apartment, which is like I think Carrie's voiceover says like eight stories up or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean. And then it like lands. Also, it's fucking dangerous. It's a hardcover, but yeah, like it just hits someone in the head at four hundred miles per hour, killing them instantly. Like <laughs> realistically, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. It apparently lands at the feet of a woman who is cl- like contemplating divorce, and uh, she considers it a sign from God. Which this is one of those moments where like it's like a little carry invention in her column, maybe. <laughs> How could Carrie possibly know this? How could she know this? How could she know this? Unless that woman like went upstairs and fucking knocked on every single door and was like, um, did you drop this book? I'm going to get divorced now as a sign from God, but I just want to thank you personally. Uh-huh. It doesn't make any sense. Exaggeration. This bitch is a fucking Libra. <laughs> it's ridiculous behavior. Like, I I hate this shit. You can't just make shit up for no reason. Like, this is supposed to be a nonfiction column, but- Anyway. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> it's all fiction. It's all bullshit. Everyone's lying to you all the time. Everyone. Um, always. Always keep your guard up because someone's going to come and make up a dumbass story about a book that falls eight foot out the eight stories out the fucking building and doesn't kill them. Oh, uh, God. Yeah. But Tom and Miranda go on their day and they're talking um, about various diets. Yeah, and they're talking about, like, artificial ingredients and stuff and, like, food being really good. And I'm like, oh, food is really good. Mm. And uh, he kind of brings up that, like, his ex is really critical of him. And so, like, when people do criticize him, like, that's when he's, like, time for donuts. Yeah, that's uh, his, like, trigger. Yeah, that's perfectly makes sense. He's aware of what sets him off. That's, like, he seems aware of himself, which I think is, listen, I quite like Tom. I like Tom a lot, too. I feel like Miranda was in the wrong in this episode, honestly. I feel like Tom is a great guy. And I relate to this a lot. It's one of those things where it's like, if I have even – if I've been even remotely inconvenienced or someone has been even, like, a tiny bit mean to me, I'm like, this just means that I deserve to have a really nice treat for myself today, and that treat is probably going to be ice cream. So, like, extremely huge mood. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good, but you know, he's sort of, that, and like, he's sort of saying, like, oh, this didn't work for me. And, you know, they're like, oh, what about the cabbage soup diet? I hear it makes you really gassy. Um, yeah, it's eating nothing but fucking cabbage, mate. Yeah, you're gonna have some cabbagey fucking farts. Oh my god. I had cauliflower this evening and I'm, I'm nervous about tonight and I sleep alone. <laughs> well, just like open a window, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Let these fucking demons enter my house because I've been farting too much. <laughs> True. Um. So they had. There are a bunch of Krispy Kreme donuts there, and they look so fucking good. And uh, Miranda's like, "Oh well, why don't we split one?" And then they kind of joke around, like, "How many Weight Watchers points is in one of these things anyway? Probably like a million. Uh, but then they split one, and Miranda's like, "This is absolutely worth being fat for." And mm. yeah. Well, because, you know, being fat is a bad thing and it makes you a a morally reprehensible person if you are overweight. God, that really is just like the – like the show isn't outright saying it, but it's like Miranda just had a fucking baby. Like like, even if she hadn't – like I guess we talked about this last week even with like the fucking comment that they had in the the casino episode. But it's like they're basically just – being like oh yeah it's only fine for her to be fat because she just had a baby <laughs> and it's like that <laughs> it really yeah. shouldn't matter 
It shouldn't matter, but I understand her being self-conscious and stuff. Yes, I definitely understand the self-conscious aspect of it. Um, from the, I guess from like the storytelling perspective, uh, like the character perspective of Miranda feeling that way is definitely very valid. Um, more like the framing of it, especially like last week with the like the war that they had with the other guy and like, yelling and being like oh well you're even fatter than miranda and it's like that's supposed to be the joke <laughs> like yeah exactly mm-hmm. like it's just ugh, it's icky i don't like it and yeah. like as someone who's always been uh bigger it's it's not nice mm. it's it's a, like a weird topic to handle and they mm. do it like somewhat well but somewhat poorly like it could be worse i guess but uh so they yeah. then go to Miranda's getting her pussy ate. Uh, She's getting her pussy ate. He's like, I know some ways we could uh, burn off these calories, which unfortunately sex doesn't burn off that many calories. Especially um, if you're like lying there being eaten out and not actually physically <laughs> like humping someone or like. <laughs> or you're just getting a pussy eaten. Like it's just like, or you're doing it. Like it's not. Yeah. It can't be any more than just talking. Like, you probably would burn more calories masturbating than you would getting eaten out. But, I mean, I don't know. So. True. But um, she's loving it. Apparently, he's doing a good job mm-hmm. Um, until he comes up. And I guess this is the stupidest fucking issue we've had in a while. Uh-huh. Uh, apparently, I think her issue is more that he, like, gets her, va- his, like, her vag around his face. So he very clearly, like the makeup artist very clearly made him, uh, very wet around his mouth. He was really going to town. He was, uh, he was not just, you know, going in there pretty much with just his tongue. He was like full, full face, like motorboating her pussy. Uh, it seems <laughs> he like. He was going to fucking town. Good for him. It just, good for him. She was enjoying it. And then he comes up. His face is quite wet. Um, but he goes in for a kiss, and it's not even an open mouth kiss or anything. He just kisses her on the lips, and Miranda is just like horrified, like absolutely mm. mortified by this. And uh then they just they skip to brunch, and Miranda's just like going off about how how horrified she was about this experience. Yeah, she was horrified. I know the rest of the girls are horrified too. Yeah, I I don't understand what the like in like okay first of all if it's that bad think about how this person was just down there for however long doing the job like it it i, I don't understand you you had it in your face for like 1 second second of all like i it it's not even that gross like i really don't get it yeah but, uh, like, Carrie thinks it's gross. Samantha's like, well, when I was a lesbian, I, uh, I was just in and out with, like, you know, a little bit on my lips and that was it. Cause I was very uh, good then at you're it. not doing, you're not yeah. doing a good job then. Like, okay, you, <laughs> you ate out one person ever and, like, that doesn't mean you can't be, like, good at it. But, like, it doesn't mean that you're, like, she's not exactly the most experienced person at eating pussy. So, like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, <laughs> Carrie does say Miranda, Miranda went out with an overeater and he overate her, which like, <coughs> she tries to like, what? she's like, wow, I'm we, s- the writers had to make an episode about someone who, uh, is trying to lose weight from eating too much and being like, that means he eats pussy too much. Do you get it? Do you get it? Do you get it? I saw a fucking uh, meme the other day that said, um, chubby girls' pussies taste the best. It's their grandmother's recipe. And I lost my fucking mind thinking about that. That is a lot. That's a lot. I mean, it's quite possibly true, but, like, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about my grandmother giving me a fucking recipe for my own pussy. Probably not great. I'm also just thinking about, like, regardless of, like, anything about your body like your body type just Mm. the chemical makeup of everyone's pussy juices is so different like whether (laughs) it's diet or whether it's just genetic or what or cleanliness hygiene like 
like there are so many factors into your particular taste that like i don't understand yeah i don't know but it's so strange i guess i haven't really um you know had the 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 fucking taster board i haven't had a fucking smorgasbord of pussy so i don't Mm -hmm. know yeah i can't like like no one like people like test wine and they're like mmm the palace is again an under getting undertones of peach like i can't do that i'm just like this tastes nice um <laughs> yeah no for sure <laughs> god that's like a dream job huh <laughs> like yeah the flavor like, is immaculate oh like um like a nice you know nice dry vintage <laughs> I do like how um, Samantha points out that, like, when guys go down on you, they come up looking really proud. Like, they just came home from war. Well, they should. <laughs> oh, if they did so a good job, cute, then, but they yeah. do. It's so cute when they come up and they're like, did I do a good job? And you're like, yeah, buddy. <laughs> you did. Yeah. Here's a cookie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they do uh, They do make that comment. It's very good. Uh, and then, so Miranda is like, is this like a double standard? Because like after after I give a blowjob, I'd be really offended if they didn't want to kiss me afterwards. And I'm like, that's absolutely a double standard. Like, that's yes. that, like, I, I, I don't understand. Like, <sighs> no, no, I don't get it. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> Charlotte's like, that's why I always keep a tissue and they should wipe off their face and have an Altoid. Mm. This episode also brought to you by Altoids. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Altoids. Use the code <laughs> CityGirls for 20% off your first order. <laughs> God, Christ, that's like, what, five brands now or something? We're We're at a lot now. Uh, yeah, that's a lot. Well, this because we've got the big bucks. I'm sorry, we sold out. So yeah. you'll sell out. They, we got to make do. Yeah. The world's getting more expensive. What with Brexit, everything's going to cost more. I'm sorry. That's true. I mean, what else is going to pay for Carrie's book deal? So that's it. Mm. Uh, then Carrie makes kind of a rude comment because uh, Miranda's like Miranda asked the thing about blowjobs uh, and to Samantha specifically about if it's a double yeah. standard. Carrie's like, oh, Samantha doesn't uh, kiss them after she just signs, seals, and delivers. <laughs> High five, gamers! And then they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? And Samantha's yeah, just like, fucking know about this. So they're like, yeah. what are you talking? Have you had a fucking like? Are you okay? Are you still drunk from the night before? Like, it's just this dig at Samantha that no one even gets, and Carrie just thinks it's funny, and Samantha's like, okay, like, are you really, you know, like, that upset about walking in on me, like, giving a man a blowjob in the privacy of my own office? Like, you don't have to be a bitch about it. <laughs> uh, and Carrie's like, I'm not being judgmental. And it's like, I mean, you kind of are, like... And she also could have, like, knocked, maybe. Like, who knows? Samantha could have been yeah. in her office with a client or something. But, uh, It yeah. was a bit bold of her. But, yeah, and Samantha's upset. She's like, you know, she doesn't want us to make jokes about it and also tell the rest of the girls, like... Yeah. It's, it's kind of understandable. But obviously Carrie's like, well, you're fine with, you know, talking about blowjobs and stuff. It's what we do. We girls. Mm. Yeah. It's like, it's really different when you're like owning your own sexuality versus when someone throws you over the bus for being a sexual person. Like, yeah. They're kind of different, but. That, I will say that happens to me a lot because obviously like I'm, you know, open and embrace the fact that, you know. I do, I do be having a sex drive mm-hmm. and um, sex is fun and it's nice. And, um, you know, I'll like talk about stuff and people will make little comments or like little jokes. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. You don't know me like that. Yeah. People really overstep boundaries when they like aren't that close to you and it's like even if you are that close it's like one of those things that you joke about yourself but like oh i don't know it's just like a weird boundary for other people to step over when they're your friends even so but yeah yeah i yeah i definitely understand mm-hmm. 
Uh, so then we go to Carrie trying on clothes for the, uh, book photo shoot, and they're, like, clothes that Samantha's picked out, I guess, uh, that they're supposed to be, like, sexy, but chic or whatever, and, uh, Stanford brought his boyfriend, Marcus, who's, like, the dancer guy, and Carrie comes out with her outfit on, and it's, like, this, like, pink, it's got, like, fluffy, it's, like, kind of see-through, I don't, how do you even describe this, like, uh... I don't know. Well, it's like, okay, I got the perfect description. You know in Austin Powers, the, like, sex robots? Right, yes. It's what they wear, like, the fluffy little baby doll with the matching robe. Like, a very 60s, very Valley of the Dolls, very Jane Mansfield, like, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Um, Yes. it's It's a lot. And it's also fucking great. I love it. I want one of these. I think it's very good. Like, I wouldn't wear it in public, but I do think it's like, I mean, it, it like, I really don't know what Carrie exactly wants for her cover because it's like, she does, like, I definitely understand not wanting to be naked, but she also did tell Samantha, like, sexy. It's, I guess it's not really Carrie's brand of sexy, but like, Carrie is all over the fucking map in terms of like, what she decides to wear ever. So I have no idea what the fuck she even would think is sexy. But uh, it's definitely more of a Samantha kind of look, I guess. And Carrie uh, Carrie very rudely is like, this makes me look like a hooker. And it's like, okay, like, <laughs> Samantha's like, yeah. I own one of these in red. Like, shut up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's great. And she's like, hmm. Yeah, and then uh, Samantha kind of, like, asks for the opinion of, like, Stanford and Marcus, and they're just, like, they're kind of iffy on it, and, like, this is kind of, like, the boiling point of the Carrie-Samantha relationship this episode, because, like, they go and have a private conversation, and Samantha's just like, I feel really judged by you uh, in this episode, Carrie. <laughs> how come uh, <laughs> How come you've been so mean to me this episode? <laughs> uh, and Carrie's just like, I'm not judging you like i i think everything's fine i just don't like this for my book and samantha's like okay but no like for real ever since like the blowjob thing you've just been like weird and kind of judgmental it's just like your tone of voice it's like even if you're not specifically saying like i think you're a slut or something like that it's like it's the tone you're getting and like People really do tend to do that thing where they're like, I'm not judgmental. I am fine with anything. But then, like, they're very obviously not. Like, you can very easily claim to feel a certain way, but then actually be, like, the opposite of that. Uh, So, yeah, it's very easy to be like, no, that's so cool. Like, oh, my God, that's so fine. Like, that's so fun. Oh, my God, you're amazing. Like, go, go. Wow. Yeah, pretty much. So, and Samantha's absolutely right. Like, Carrie's just been kind of snarky about it. And she even makes this, like, kind of comment about it. Like, when Carrie's like, no, I don't feel ju- – I'm not judging you at all. And she, like – I don't even remember what she says, but she makes this kind of joke that's like, this is really not the time or place to be kind of poking fun at Samantha's insecurities here. <laughs> like – Yeah, it's, it's not. It's just, and, yeah. I mean, I think her reaction to um to the brunch thing should have been – key for you to maybe say something in the car on the way over or whatever yeah like it, i mean definitely it's something uncomfortable to walk in on and so it's like maybe bring it up alone yeah. and it's just like i don't know the way carrie is just like well because samantha's like okay well what if i had walked in on you doing that and carrie's like well i never would have done that so it's not a problem and it's like that's exactly what Samantha's trying to say right now, is that, like, you're you're ex- entirely being like, I would never do that, so it's bad and stupid. Uh, and, yeah, I don't know. Samantha is very – she's vulnerable in this episode, which is, like, very understandable after everything that ended with uh, Richard. Yeah. And – Yeah, and I, we don't know, yeah. like, how long this is afterwards, so I don't know. Yeah. And, yeah, Samantha does end up storming out, which is, like, kind of good for her because, like, I don't know, it's just so frustrating when, like, you confront someone about an insecurity you have and then all they do is, like, barely apologize and, like, kind of poke fun at it. And it's, like, that's just a shitty front thing to do, especially when, like, 
you're right and they're wrong. Uh, and immediately after she storms out, she walks in on Stanford getting a blowjob from Marcus. <laughs> and she's, yeah. like, completely shocked about it. She is <laughs> it's great. She's just like some, you know, in The Shining. Uh huh. The when the bear is getting the blowjob, it's sort of shot the same way. Yeah, it kind of is. It's uh, it's good. Oh no, the bear is giving the blowjob. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember the exact setup, but I know exactly what scene you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> it's a lot. And you know what? I got to say is good for Stanford. Like he this puts the stan in Stanford, if you ask mm. me. So, uh getting his dick sucked dry by Marcus and we love it. Uh Yeah. <laughs> And then we go to more oral sex, like, immediately after, because we go to Miranda getting eaten out again by uh, Tom. And This is the oral episode, I imagine. Everyone's getting dick sucking dick, getting their dick sucked, getting their pussy ate. It's good. It's, it is some pretty good shit. You gotta admit, like, we stand oral sex in this podcast. We finish it every week by saying moe every day. Like, mm-hmm. that's the, just our MO. So, uh... But, yeah, she's getting eaten out again, and uh, the guy comes up to kiss her again, and uh, you can – again, you can see the wet on his face. He's been going to town. He's been, he's been you know, on the slip and slide, and she, like, stops him and kind of is just like uh, – like, he, he's a little bit defensive about it because he's like, oh, what's wrong? Like, is there a problem? And she's like, well, it's not about you at all, just like <laughs> – she kind of tries to, like, crack a joke about it, but he's, like, sensitive about it, I guess. And he ends up leaving. Yeah, he says, well, obviously, like, he isn't Weight Watchers. He specifically says, like, his ex-girlfriend would make little comments and criticize him a lot. Yes. So, obviously, it's, it's going to be a touchy subject. But, like, I don't know. Just lie. <laughs> just say you don't like kissing with someone you just don't like it but yeah she doesn't do it very tactfully and like she makes a joke and uh-huh. it's also like he says like I'm naked I feel uh, exposed like, like- exposed exactly he's fucking naked and like he just does like for you and it's like that was a time yeah you gonna tell him this and uh, yeah, yeah he and do you know what he sticks up for himself and he leaves yeah which is good. I feel like the moral of this episode is kind of like, if you're going to apologize to someone for, like, little comments and things, like, do a sincere apology and, like, just maybe if someone's sensitive and you know they're sensitive about something, don't just, like, poke fun at them about it. Like, if you genuinely yeah. care about them. But, yeah, apologize and let them come to terms, you know, deal with it in their own time, like, give them space. Yeah, exactly. And mm. recognize that sometimes you are wrong when you are making little comments. So. Yeah. Uh, so after that, that's the end of Miranda's story. And then we finish with just Carrie now. Carrie and Samantha. Uh, Carrie gets to Samantha's work. I guess it's been a few days since they kind of had their, like, little argument. And um, she has been calling Samantha, but Samantha hasn't returned any of her calls. And Samantha's like, oh, well, I've been, you know, busy. And uh, Samantha says the whole thing will all blow over. And Carrie's like, well, that's an interesting choice of words you made. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, God. Uh, but then they have, like, a really nice – they have a really nice kind of, like, makeup thing here because, you know, Carrie tells Samantha that she really admires the way Samantha is and her style and everything even though they're different. Like, they're very different people, but that's fine and they're both valid for it. And she appreciates and admires Samantha. So – Yes. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, have a bit of a heart-to-heart and Samantha admits that, like, she's been sensitive – because she's just broken up with Richard and she doesn't know who she is anymore. She needs to find herself again after she just had a breakup with someone she really cared about. Yeah, and it's someone who really broke her trust and hurt her, too. It's not just like yeah. it was, you know, an amicable breakup. Like, he kind of shit on her. Like, she mm. opened up her heart and she just got fucked over. And so, 
yeah, I can understand being sensitive. Like, she's trying to just be kind of like her old self, but that's she's kind of vulnerable, so. But Carrie is like, look, I really appreciate your input. I really want to hear what you think about my these photos that I have that are like, this is what I'm kind of interested in doing, and I want to show them to you and get your help. And then they go do her photo shoot. And I really hate how her hair looks in this scene. Because, uh, like, sometimes her hair is done really nice. Like, sometimes she has, like, the most beautifully, like, the way her hair is curled is, like, really nice. In this yeah. one, it's, like, a really shitty perm. Yeah, it was very, it looks very much like, um, like, curled on purpose. Like, we put the curling irons on, but we didn't brush it out or anything afterwards, so it's just, like, very uh, coily. I'm uh-huh. not a fan. I'm yeah. not a fan. Not a fan, because, like, she looks so good with curls, and I love curls, but it's just, like, they didn't do it well. I don't know. No, I can I can tell these are fake curls. Yeah. I've got my, I've got my curl radar on. My curl third <laughs> eye is beeping. <laughs> and we're like, fuck you, Carrie. You look like yeah. Shit. Fuck you, Carrie, with these fucking fake curls. Like this is the thing. Sarah Jessica Parker has curly hair. It's just not of this texture. No. So it's no. like coiled. It's it's definitely those are definitely like rollers. Or I I'm gonna say it's a it's a fucking curling iron, uh-huh. and you didn't like brush it out afterwards, so it just looks too perfect. You really do have to brush out curls after using an iron, like mm. yeah, but. Yeah, she uh, helps Carrie out. Samantha helps Carrie out, and they're like, it's very cute watching like Carrie get her photo taken, and she's like wearing it's kind of like a it's kind of like a slutty suit type thing, like yeah, it's well, it's yeah. like Judy Garland summer stock. Like I'm just gonna wear the jacket and have my legs bare, like, yeah, like, which is a good look. It's a really good look. Like the the actual outfit's really good. I love it. But mm. yeah, and then Samantha's like helping her like on the stage and everything, like getting her picture taken and. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's the end of the episode. Yeah, that's that's it. And we'd get like close ups of SJP's face and Samantha being like, "Isn't she beautiful?" Which feels a bit uh, on the nose when you're the producer. Yeah, it's a little bit. <laughs> uh, but you know, it, well, it's fine. We do love self love, I guess. So, <laughs> mm. um, rankings. Uh, I. Th- I feel like this is a little bit easy this week because Samantha seems like the very obvious first pick this week. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel I feel like that is that's pretty accurate. I mean, the, uh, the 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 delivery boy thing could be seen as a bit uh, yes. dodgy, yes. but he he was into it. He was into it. It's one of those things where it's like, if it had been a person who was not interested in these advances, it would extremely be, like, very painful to watch and terrible. Uh, so, like, it's not a behavior that you should have. Um, mm. But, yeah. So, aside from that scene, she was, like, a pretty – she was a very good at trying to support her friend and standing up for herself when she felt insecure, which I liked. Uh, and then I guess, like – Charlotte, like, she barely did anything this week. She literally just used Amazon.com. So, like, she's basically me when I'm like, ugh, I guess I hate myself enough to order something off of Amazon when I could just maybe go to a store and pick it up. Uh, Then, fuck. The thing is, I feel like Miranda's third, but this was a really bad week for Miranda. Like, she was pretty bad this week, but Carrie was just worse, so she got off easy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah i would say that is that's also how i feel like i don't know i don't think carrie was too terrible she was just insensitive which also is miranda's problem so yeah they're kind of on equal pegging yeah they kind of are it's just like miranda's more likable than carrie and i guess like i can't really see carrie even going out with someone like tom to begin with like I don't know. Like, he just seems like an actual nice guy. And I feel like Carrie is just, like, too... I don't know. I'm Mm. not sure. But I feel like Miranda's still better than Carrie. Carrie sucked. But, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, So yours are are same order? I would say so, yeah. I feel like... Because it was a filler episode, no one, like, particularly stands out, but also no one was too terrible 
You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, it's not like anyone did anything, like, horrifyingly bad. Like, it's not like Carrie was, like, doing the shit where she was, like, cheating on Aiden or anything like that. Like, that was just horrendously terrible as a person. This is just, like, she's kind of shitty this week and she kind of, like, keeps being shitty. But, like, in a way that's, like, not terrible but still bad enough that it's, like, frustrating and annoying. Uh I guess the one thing that's better about Carrie than Miranda is that Carrie did realize that she had been in the wrong, whereas Miranda was like, I don't want my pussy juice on my lips after someone's eaten me out. And it's like, I mean, okay, couldn't be me, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, it could not be me. I taste delicious, so. It's like, what's the problem? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so I guess we don't have any questions this week, so we can just go right to Patreon. Uh, so if you want to support us on Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash citygirlsmakedo. Uh, you can give us a dollar a month to be a certified haymower. So at that tier, you get a special role in the Discord. You get access to any bonus content. So we are recording Keanu Podcast very soon. So that is coming out probably not that long after this episode, I guess. Um, and you also get to have access to the Secret Looker and Nanu channel. In the Discord, uh, and you can yep. join the Discord from oh, the link is on Patreon, and I think it's also on Tumblr and Twitter at City Girls Make Do. Um, but at five dollars a month, you can be a cardboard cutout of a baby. You get all the one dollar stuff. You also get an even specialer Discord rule. Uh, you get a shout out on the podcast every week. So, uh, shout out to Jennifer Snyder, Matt Ribeiro, Jess Ayalachi, Summer Geist, Dan Mike Dawson Silva, PR the Disaster, Siberian Pine Hardwood, Hardwood. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and shout out to our newest donor, our very first ever $10 donor, uh, Alex Shope. Uh, big props bow, for bow, being bow. Mr. Big Spender. We are like, holy shit, I can't believe that actually happened. Uh, Mm. so thank you so much uh to our newest ten dollar donor uh and so the ten dollar perk is basically uh everything from the five dollar and one dollar tier but then you can also if you want to listen in to us record the podcast every week so uh you know all the fun unedited stuff that we always that cut out of the raw, podcast <laughs> raw unfiltered uh, 100% pussy, like, you're fucking us with no condom. That's it. That is exactly what it's like. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, that's pretty fucking good for $10 a month, <laughs> if you think about it, when you put it that way. <laughs> oh, shit, <laughs> for the $5 a month level, you also get Steve voice submissions, I forgot to say that. <laughs> Um, which, uh, we have one this week, which is what reminded me, which I is- I think we have two, really. Didn't Siberian Pine someone in the Discord? They sent a video. Oh, fuck. I didn't watch the video if they did. Um, <gasps> where is it? You know I don't watch videos. Uh, <laughs> it's on, um, it's in the general, I think. Oh, shit. Uh, okay. Wait, was it recent? Like, was it tonight? I think so. Maybe I'm making this up. Oh, okay. Well, I'll- I'm just going to watch it right now because it is in the Discord. Okay. Oh, wait. No, they're saying I'd ask for this in Steve voice, but it already is. Mm. And the media can't be played on my computer either. <laughs> Probably okay, because well, I'm in valid. Canada. <laughs> I can't read. It's fine. Uh, we, have a, we have a Steve voice submission from a Tumblr user and our $5 donor, uh, Mike Dawson. And the uh, Steve voice says, I don't know if you're still taking – oh, wait, this is not for the submission. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you're still taking Steve voice submissions, Miranda. And to be honest, I'm worried some of my past ones have been too much. Uh, but anyways, uh, this site is hentai-free, Miranda. Looking for it? Leave. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, believe me, if if there was a Steve voice submission that was too much, I just wouldn't do it. <laughs> so <laughs> I appreciate the submission. <laughs> And I agree, we're also a hentai-free podcast, so, I mean, just listen to what Steve said, so. Yeah, that's it. Yep. So that's podcast, gamers. Uh, If you want to follow us on Twitter or Tumblr, you can do that at City Girls Make Do. If you want to find us on Noise Space, it's noisespace.xyz, where all of the other good podcasts are that we love to promote. 
Uh, and, uh, yeah, if you want to find me on Twitter, I'm uh, at Age of Oddish, and I'm on Tumblr at Windfall Island. Um, yeah, and I'm on Tumblr at Dork Phoenix and Twitter at Alex the Virgo. Or my Alex, yeah, I'm Alex the Virgo and Alex the Virgo on Instagram. I forget these things. We all forget. It's fine. You can follow me on Instagram, I guess. It's Ruffles, R-U-F-H-L-E-S. But, like, I don't post that much, so it's not that exciting. But you can still follow me there if you want. It's, like, not private or anything. Mm. Anyway, this is the end of the podcast. So you know what we say? So long and good night. And fuck cops and mohay every day. So long and good night. Fuck cops. Blue. The only blue life that matters is Sonic. And Vriska. And Vriska. Okay. Um. And yeah, mohay every day. Eat that pussy like it's a Krispy Kreme. Eat that pussy like it's a fucking Krispy Kreme, and then kiss your partner on their lips afterwards. Kiss Bye, both lips, baby. <laughs> yes, kiss both lips. Uh, love it. <laughs> 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 Bye. Bye.